Let's go over how to turn your house into a rental property. If you are someone that is a homeowner and you haven't thought about what business you can set up inside of your home, look no further. We're gonna go over how you can become a rental real estate investor in as soon as 30 days. Oh my God! And go over some strategies that could even help you offset other earned income that you could be earning. Let's get started. Turning your primary residence into an investment property turns you into a rental real estate investor. And what that means is you become a landlord. You can have a rental agreement, start charging fair market value rents, collect some cash flow, and you may even be able to pay a part of your mortgage. Hey, you may even be able to pay all your mortgage and cash flow some. My name is Carlton Dennis, and I work with rental real estate investors. And what I do is I show real estate investors how they can leverage the tax codes to reduce their taxable income. Now, now, one of the many ways you can get started in real estate investing is by turning your primary residence into your first investment property. How you go about doing this is by becoming a landlord. So we're gonna go over the very first step of becoming a landlord. Step number one to becoming a landlord is running your rental real estate business like a business. I don't know about you, but I have rented before in the past. And one of the things that I notice about when I rent real estate is that there's typically a background check that's being done. I typically have to provide some information such as my income or pay stubs. And I also need to make sure that I'm signing a leasing agreement and that I have renter's insurance. These are the things that typically not only protect the homeowner, but also protect the person who is doing the renting. The part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is I want to make sure that if you're ever scrutinized by the IRS and they try to disallow your rental business, that you showed the IRS that you truly took the correct steps to run your primary residence like a rental real estate business. And we can go about doing this by making sure that we just follow those four steps. If we have our leasing agreement drafted and it's done, by the way, you can pull leasing agreements offline, then we can make sure that it's signed and a copy is provided to our tenant and that we have saved a copy. If we can, let's make sure that our, our renter is getting rental insurance. I wanna make sure if anything were to happen to my tenant in my primary residence, that there is no event that that tenant's gonna come back and wanna sue me over some small incidentals. So I wanna make sure that that tenant has basic renter's insurance to cover himself and maybe even pet insurance if they do have a pet. The next step is making sure that your tenant is a very ideal tenant. Part of the reason why we wanna run a background check on the tenant is because we don't want to onboard a tenant into our property that could end up causing us headaches down the road. I have had so many clients who didn't take the step of just running a simple background check and they ended up dealing with tenants who could be ex-cons, ex-felons, graffiti artists, and demolition stunt doubles. So if you want to make sure that your property is protected, then we are going to do what's called best practices and take the right steps when we are turning our primary into an investment property. The next thing that we need to be mindful of is that if we are running a rental real estate business, that we are collecting rents on time and then we are also taking the square footage 
of the part of our property that is dedicated to the rental space. Why are we doing this? Well, when you're a taxpayer, one of the most important benefits to being a rental real estate taxpayer is that you get to claim depreciation and depreciation is taken on the portion of the property that is in business purpose. So if you have a property that's a thousand square feet and a hundred square feet of that property is being utilized for rental purpose, that is 10% of your property that gets to be depreciated every single year. So we wanna make sure that we're getting the value of that property, that portion of that property, so we can depreciate that property over the course of time. If you didn't know, depreciation for residential properties are taken over the course of 27 and a half years. So let's just say that we got that value of that portion of that property. You get to write off that entire building's portion over the course of 27 and a half years. This is called depreciation. And this expense offsets any rental income that you earn from the tenant that you've decided to place in your rental property. This is a great thing because now you're reducing the amount of money that you're gonna pay taxes on, not only from the renter, but let's just say you have a lot of depreciation. You could end up leveraging depreciation to offset your other earned income if you are an active or material participant managing that investment property. An active and material participant get to benefit from some of the losses that are incurred with rental real estate. When you become an active participant, you can even leverage up to $25,000 in losses that can offset your W-2 income, providing you with upfront cash flow and even tax savings when you go to file your tax returns. Who wouldn't want to make back a bigger refund on their tax returns that they weren't expecting? Oh my God! Wow! Having an LLC might be needed when you're turning your primary property into an investment property. Here's the reason why. Having an LLC is for limited liability protection. You shall not pass! In the event that your tenant decides to sue you for whatever reason, you are protected when you set up an LLC. So having an LLC is going to allow for you to separate the liability from yourself, even though your tenant still lives in that property, and you get to protect your personal assets and your personal bank accounts. This is much needed when we are trying to build real estate just strategically, because it's all about keeping money in our pockets. When you turned your primary residence into an LLC, chances are you took on a job. You decided to manage that property. And not only are you managing that tenant, chances are you're managing the whole building. Maybe you're doing the upkeep on the property, such as mowing the lawn. Maybe you're repairing things that break in the property, such as the stove and countertops and uh, toilet. So you truly are the landlord who runs the house and you manage the rental property. When you are managing rental real estate, that is also another business. And if you were to charge yourself management fees for managing your own rental property, this would create another expense on the tax returns. Rather than paying taxes on the money that you pay yourself to manage your rental property, you can offset those management fees with management expenses. A lot of my clients who are managing their rental properties manage their properties from the convenience of their home. If you're managing the property from the convenience of your home, you can take a home office deduction based on the square footage of your home that's being used for managing your property and write that off on your tax returns. And then you also can take a vehicle deduction if you have a business vehicle that's being used in the management company for more than 50%. If that vehicle is being utilized in the business for more than 50%, we get to write off that business vehicle in inside of the management company as well. So if we have all of these expenses piling 
selling up inside of this management company, we can just offset whatever amount that we paid ourselves in payroll for managing our property, creating no taxes and us being able to write off our everyday expenses for managing our own tenant. Uh, who is this guy? This is how real estate allows for you to leverage your lifestyle. Because if I'm living every single day in my home and I'm managing my property from my home, I wanna be able to take a home office deduction. If I'm driving every day to Home Depot or to my rental property to make repairs on my rental property, I wanna be able to take a business vehicle deduction for my business vehicle. If I'm utilizing my cell phone to communicate with my tenants and to handle business for my real estate business, I wanna be able to write off these items because these are additional items that help me save on tax dollars. If you guys have any questions on converting your primary residence into a rental property, what the steps are when setting up an LLC or a management company, feel free to visit the link in my bio so you can schedule a complimentary consultation so we can go over this process together. Also, if you do like this video, I'm encouraging you to like, comment, subscribe so I can continue to make more videos like this that are fun, engaging, gives you the information that you're looking for so we can continue to build well strategically. I'll see you on the next one.